You know, I Googled relationship advice and guess what I got, Yetta? <laughs> a lot of ideas and I bet none of them were the same. Well, you know what was interesting? I didn't check because there was over 2 billion results in under one second. Wow. Okay. Google's pretty amazing. It, well, it is, but it also tells you how much diversity there is in relationship advice. Yeah. And how many people are giving it. Well, and also how many people are looking for it. If that oh, many yeah. people are giving it, there's got to be a lot of people yeah. looking for or struggling with relationships. relationships. Why are you smiling when you say struggle with relationships? Because it's a struggle with you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. The struggle is real. The struggle is real. So we're excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we have um, just had a lot of fun creating tips, tools, techniques, thoughts, and truths that we all need, we all deserve. You, I, everyone, to turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. So in this episode, we're going to consider the types of relationship guides. Yes, we are. <laughs> because, you know, we, some of our relationships, it's trial and error. Have you ever noticed that? Every relationship seems to be trial and error. And you build relationships or tear them apart one mistake or one great conversation at a time. And a guide helps us because a guide's been there before. Well, hopefully a guide's been there yeah. before. And they can help us walk through some of the challenges, struggles, difficulties, troubles in relationships. But it's important to know there's different types of relationships, right? Because right. a lot of times we talk about romantic relationship because we're married and we've been that way for 40 years. 40 and a half years. And so that's kind of a go-to. But there's sometimes we struggle with relationships with parents, relationships with our children, relationships in business, relationships with friends. And if we struggle and we've worked so hard, most people must struggle. I think it might be a universal issue. I think it is. So when you're just thinking about relationships, although there's a lot of overlap from one to another, like how I bring me with me everywhere I go, right? You so do. I, I do. And Whether it's a business relationship, a friend relationship, or a family relationship. Right. So there is some overlap in the types, but if I'm getting counsel about romantic or sexual relationship, that's going to be slightly different counsel than maybe if I'm looking for business counsel. I would hope so. I would hope so. Yes, I would hope so. And yet there is overlap. So something like integrity, doesn't matter which relationship we're in, if we don't have integrity inside the relationship, it's going to falter and it doesn't even look that different. So just really get clear, especially if you're using Google as your best friend to look for counsel is 
to put the type that you're looking for because you get over 2 billion in less than one second. It's a confusing world out there to find the right stuff. Mm-hmm. And your guide, does your, your guide, I know you talked about um, before we started, you know, coming on air, was mixed beliefs in guides doesn't really work. No, like probably the sig- single biggest thing that I would say has tripped me up more than any other thing is when I looked for a guide, whether it was a guide in real estate sales even, like when I first started in the industry, I was looking for a guide to come alongside to help me get better at my craft. Mm. If they saw really, and there's so many different types out there, but if they were all about just get the dialogue or get the script, like learn the, what do they call them, scripts? So what they call them when they teach you what to say and why yeah, and a script or a dialogue. Yeah. And it was all about knowing what to say. So you could combat objections and all that sort of stuff that never worked for me. That was the wrong guide because I knew that if I came alongside and served you and took care of your concerns, but not looking that I had to have all the padded right words and saying it properly. And it wasn't about getting you to make the decision I wanted you to make. It was about listening to you. So if I had a guide that had a different business philosophy, which probably means I'm a business, different life philosophy and a different belief system, it didn't work. And it's the same thing in relationships. Yeah, you know, recently I was talking with my son and he said somebody that he was talking with went to some counsel for their relationship and they counseled them to have an affair so that they, I don't know why, like you could try someone else out or something or I've heard counselors say, oh, you need to watch pornography together. Well, if that's outside of your belief structure and your your core beliefs, then that's just going to harm the relationship. So So be careful. So doing background research, like once you Google it and you find something that you feel like they might resonate, do a little Google, do a little Facebook um, research to find out whether you believe from what, because you can usually tell when you look from the outside. I mean, there's the odd person that hides who they really are and it's different, but for the most part, it's pretty evident what someone's beliefs are based on how they show up mm-hmm. in the world. And the next thing is, are they a learner? Mm. Are they learned? Do they read? Do they watch podcasts? Do they watch TED Talks on the subject matter that you're asking them to guide you on around the relationship, whether it's forgiveness within a relationship or boundaries within a relationship, whatever it is, you want to make sure that they are learned and they have experience. Like yeah. if they don't have any experience, but they read lots of books, they ain't probably going to be that helpful. Yeah. I remember uh, Kevin Lehman, I think it was, said he wrote books on uh, children and, and different things. And he had all these opinions and then he had some of his children of his own. And then he realized, oh, I shouldn't have had any of those opinions. <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't work, right? Yeah. And if you're thinking you want to just have a little more insight, a little more conversation on this and any other thing to do with really life exponential, we invite you to go over to doubledecker.life. And jump onto the community of 31 Life Step Journey because we cover quite a few modules on the actual relationship conversation. Mm -hmm, We sure do. Another area you might want to check is, are they a professional in their field? 
Is that their profession? Mm-hmm. You know? And then you also, you know, if you can't meet them, if you can't afford or you can't get in front of them, maybe it's enough to find a guide that you read their material, you watch their seminars. We've done that for years, right? Before we actually started going to events and going to meet our guides, which we have done now. But in the early days, well, I say it was VHS. I had a chat with a young man yesterday and I was saying, yeah, my first stuff was on beta. And he goes, what's beta? I know what VHS is, but what on earth is beta? So if you know what a beta is, your beta young, machine. A beta machine, a beta tape. It's just like a VHS, just a different format. Oh, just funny. Anyway, so there are going to be struggles in every relationship. Every relationship is work. There are no quick fixes. I've learned the hard way, mm. as have you, right? Yeah, and the good thing is the work is worth it. It is. So we're grateful to be partners in this journey of wealth, wisdom, and worth. Yara, can you guide me to a strong male relationship? I'm really missing another strong male relationship. I can't. I haven't been down that road. <laughs> not my thing. You so, have a strong male relationship with me, but it's not male yeah, to male. Yeah, but not male to male. I yeah. can't do it. So we're excited that we've created for you free access to over 503 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, tricks and tips. And I don't like the word tricks. So when I say it, it makes me crazy every time. Anyway, where we share lots of insight around real estate, how to make wealth, generational legacy, really lots of insight that we all need, we all deserve. And the great news is we can get access to them from home, from the office or on the go. So we're going to discover in this episode. What are we going to discover, Ken? Really, um, it's just not about advice. It's about what their experience is. Experience makes the difference. Right. First-hand experience. Yeah. Like it's, they call it the theory of the tried and true. Right. It's not really a theory, is it? If it's tried and true. Right. And so we're going to unpack that a little bit and discover some insights around that this episode. But we're also going to get the reality that just because it worked for me, it may not work for you. So my experience does not mean it's going to be your experience. And it may give you some insight that you couldn't otherwise have gleaned without listening to somebody else's experience. Wow, that's a neat twist on it. My experience doesn't necessarily mean it'll be your experience. That's why I'm repeating it. That was deep. That was deep? Yeah, because even even if, let's say, we're talking relationship, uh, marital relationship, our experience may not be someone else's experience because mm-hmm. they're different people. And even though we may give them what worked for us, it may or may not work for them, kind of like our yield bottle where we spray each other with water if we trigger and react incorrectly. That may not work for everybody. Right. Not everybody wants to feel like they're a cat today. Yeah. Right. But we giggle and laugh and it snaps us out of it. Right. Because we have to meet at fun. Because if we don't get to fun, someone is going to get hurt. Yeah, it's usually me. Oh, that's not even true. Okay, we're not going to start this right now. And what's interesting is, although what my experiences may or may not 
effectively work for you, they were still going to give you some indication of things that work for us and things that you might want to experiment with and try. The thing that we're going to caution you with, and because it's been our learning, because in the past I would take counsel from people or advice or hire a guide, even a coach, but they didn't, they've maybe had, and there's nothing wrong with this per se, but they may have had numerous marriages and they're telling me And I can remember one very specifically, she said, you know, stop expecting him to change. You can't expect something to work differently than it's worked for 40 years. That's just not truth. That can't happen. And that was really bad relational counsel because it did change and it did work for us, but she'd never had longevity in a relationship long enough to know whether that was true or not. Hmm. Yeah. I think she was on her third marriage. Yeah, third or fourth. Yeah. So, yeah, like someone that's had three or four marriages, they typically know what what doesn't doesn't work. work. Like so clued into that, right? But if I want a long and stable marriage, I might just want to go to somebody that has sage and has been married for a long time happily. Right. And it doesn't matter. We're do- we don't want to like belabor the marriage conversation, no. but we're saying in anything, if you're going to a business coach, a business coach that's maybe had six or seven careers or even three or four, and you want to figure out how to navigate through a longstanding relation business, business experience, you don't want a lot of careers in your lifetime. You want to stay with one. You might want to get some of the insight and guiding from somebody that's been on a similar path. Mm -hmm. Or let's say you're struggling with your relationship with your mother or your, your sibling or your child. It would be great to have someone help you who maybe went through similar experience. That's the tried and true and has come out the other side with a great relationship with that person. Right. And even your relationship with money. Like we're talking more people relationship here, but I can't help <laughs> myself. But why are you laughing? I'm laughing because you went to business relationship and and then you went, now you're going to money relationship. It's kind of funny. It's a relationship show, but I love where you're going. You're yeah. going down tangents. It's good. Yeah. Tangents is a math thing, by the way. Okay. So in relation to money, the relationship we have with money actually affects the relationship we have with people. So if we're getting guidance from somebody that has been single all their lives and never had to navigate money and a longstanding, whether business partnership or marriage partnership, it may not be the best person to get money guidance from. Right. Did you like how I managed to spin that that. around to make sense? And you know, I was talking with a client the other day and they were Mm -hmm. talking about um, giving away too much money to people who are in need. And I said, sometimes you're enabling them to make poor choices Mm because, you know, they have a job, but they were struggling to pay the rent. Well, it's not because they didn't bring in enough money. It's because they chose to spend the money on something different than rent. Right. So so you want a guy that has, as we talked about previously, that has similar core values. Because if you believe that you should just help people because they need help, but not be responsible for the way you give the help, then that's not going to fit with you if you see it differently. Yeah. And then I would like to say, like, you want to pick someone that's the same 
and this is difficult, the same in their house as they are in the outside. Mm. And that's one thing that many people who have joined us in our home and our family relationships, you know, and the way we connect with people, they've said, wow, you know what? It's identical at home as it is when you talk. In other words, your shoe in your, in your, your, sorry, your tongue in your shoe matches the tongue in your mouth. And recently we had a little struggle. We had a, a blip in our relationship. Not, not the, uh, let me say that properly. We had a disagreement and it got heated and went the wrong direction for, uh, I don't know, about a day or so. And it was funny because you reached out to one of your friends. Right. So I was actually doing it. Right. I was actually doing a weekly book club that I'm part of. And so we always start with, before we go on air, we start with our celebrations and our wins and what's working for us so that it moves us forward. And so I knew it was my turn and I thought, it's been a rough weekend. This is Monday morning and Sunday and Saturday were a little intense and probably the roughest we've had in a while. And so I thought, what on earth? How on earth am I going to say this? and still move forward. So I simply said, Ken and I discovered many, many more things that don't work relationally for us. <laughs> and she started howling. And later that day, because I, I understood what I was doing, I did it with intention. I called her and I said, you didn't seem worried. Like you didn't come alongside. You didn't call me and say I was okay. You didn't, you didn't check in. And she goes, I knew based on knowing how you work through things, you two, that you were going to be better than ever, just give it a little bit of time. And so working with somebody that as a guide that you know has resiliency or you want resiliency is an important, essential element. Hmm. Thanks for the privilege of growing alongside with you because we're passionate about all of us being positioned for generational legacy. So if I want a mentor, do I need to pay for them? Sometimes. That's a great answer. I know. Sometimes. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. For over 30 years, we're honored that we've been able to come alongside you, not only helping you buy, sell, and invest in real estate over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your faith, build your fun, build your finances, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationship. Really, 30 years of building your life, your business, and your home. So in this episode, we're going to explore whether it's a role model or a mentor or a coach, whatever we want to title, we want to give that guide that we want to have come alongside us. Can they, what are our options for free and what are our options for fee? And why might we choose one over the other? Mm, that's a great question. And I know that for us, sometimes there isn't, there wasn't someone that was in our proximity that could be a great marriage coach or a great leadership coach. Or and when I say coach, I'm talking mentor, like where I want to actually have a relationship where I can speak with them, ask them questions, because that's truly a mentor and they pour into you. And I've had several people ask me if I would be their mentor. Now, being a mentor for someone should not be a heavy lift for you. The heavy lift should be for the mentee. Is that right. what we call them, mentees? Yeah. So in my early days, when I would mentor people, 
I spend the time doing all the preparation. I didn't know that that wasn't my responsibility. So that's probably a really important distinction. Ken alluded to it, but I really want to unpack that because it is the reason a mentoring or a role model relationship will either last a really long time or dwindle away really quickly, right? Because mm-hmm. if I, as the mentor E, expect the mentor to do the heavy lifting and have like a structure and a program and how are we going to do this and what are we going to do and teach when are we going to do it and, and teach I gonna me teach and yeah. all of that, it's not sustainable. Even if it's for fee. My experience, whether it's free or for fee, my experience has been the person wanting the support, the help, gets to figure out. So one of our earlier mentors, well, midlife mentors, I guess, John Maxwell actually said the way he prepared, and we do the same thing. If I'm going to take someone for lunch or I'm going to meet with them on Zoom or I'm going to talk to them because they've given me access to their time, and whether it's a short-term mentor or a long-term mentor, it's my responsibility to prepare with a list of questions. So he might have created, and I still do, 20, 30 questions, specifics, half of them probably are specific to that person, because I want to know about them specifically. So I may bring up something I already learned about them or know about them, and want to know how they navigated that situation or that aspect of their life. And then some of the questions will be more general. One of my favorites is who do you know that I need to know? Like based on what you know about me as the mentor E, who do you know I need to get to know? Mm-hmm. Because that, you know, even when we just recently bought the new condo, which I've talked about a little bit in Mexico, really the guy that owns and runs the building. He doesn't own it. He runs the building. He is my mentor in relation to becoming equipped Mm -hmm. to manage owning a condo that I don't live in and that I'm not close to. I've never Mm -hmm. done that before. So I needed a mentor. So he was a perfect candidate. And I didn't use the word mentor, but he knew what he, he knew what he was being. So I said to him, who do I need to know beyond the people in positions of authority that you know. And of course, very quickly, he knew the matriarch of the building, who was the first person to buy in there. She lives there full time. She's from North America. So she would be an amazing person for me. Well, she's now my mentor in relation to what I need to know inside that lifestyle. That kind of condo family, because it's it's kind of a family, the people that are mm-hmm. the owners, right? Very much so. Yeah. So John C. Maxwell, we spent a lot of money being personally mentored in a small group setting of like 12, 13 and, people. And one-on-one. And one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And those were very expensive. Now, another mentor, Robert Rome, you said, hey, can we... Can we get together for lunch? I'd like to ask you some questions. And he said, yeah, but you live in Canada. 
And I said, I sure do. And my time with you would be so worthwhile that I will fly in. Like, just let me know. He lived in Atlanta at the time. Let me know when you would be available. I'll fly in and we'll have our lunch. And now it turns out he likes diners and he likes breakfast. So we usually go for breakfast with Robert. But that turned into an amazing mentorship relationship. Even though it started with my foot in my mouth, he thought I was Mm -hmm. asking him, the first time I spoke to him on the phone, if I wanted to mentor him, if, if, you he, could if, mentor if him, I yeah. could mentor him. Yeah. And it was it just came funny. out a little weird. It, it was weird. And so you don't even have to be perfect about the thing, but I was still prepared. And so the big thing is be prepared whether you're going to pay for it or you're going to do it for free. Mm-hmm. Another way is, you respect their time. Yes, another way is you can trade services mm. with a mentor. So if they have expertise in a certain area and you have expertise in another area and they need your expertise and you need theirs, you can trade mentorship. And sometimes even when we trade, like we have a couple people, uh, Lethia and Suzanne come to mind, Different, they have different value to us and we have probably the same value to both of them. But there are services that we pay for because it's just appropriate. Just because someone said you're a mentor, but they have a business product, doesn't mean they're going to give it to you free. Even if you're trading services or mentorship, you should be buying each other's product. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. Right? Because some of this, like when we attended Suzanne's course on speaking, Mm -hmm. we paid for that course. But other times we sit down and we exchange ideas and we exchange even proofing each other's material and we, we, we've recorded for her and she's recorded for us. So some of it's exchange. There's no fee service exchange, Mm -hmm. but we're certainly mentoring and supporting each other. Yeah. And sometimes your mentor, you actually don't get to connect with them. It's Mm -hmm. done from afar. It may be you have a crush on somebody like Brené Brown who has lovely material and you watch them from afar, but you never actually get connected to them. Or Jesus, for instance, you can use Jesus as a mentor or role model, but you're probably not going to sit down with them. Not Not person to person. Well, not yet. (laughs) Right, not yet. And yet, Ken talked about the the mentorship distinction is that you can get some one-on-one interaction, but maybe that's just from sending an email and getting an answer. We've got some amazing authors that we've learned from and we've implemented their books and they're available like Andy Andrews. You can email him and he'll reply. So Mm -hmm. he mentors, but it's a less formal type of mentorship. Yeah, John Maxwell says the greatest value of a mentor is their ability to see ahead what others cannot see and then to guide and help their mentoree navigate a course to their destination. I like that. that. Say that again. Well, or a piece of it, the highlight of it. it. Well, just a mentor should see further ahead than you can see. And they can help you guide you to the destination you want to get to. I love it. Yeah. We're honored to be your advocates on this journey moving forward towards wealth in real estate and having a life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team.